0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Ringmasters Podcast, uh, Central Michigan Life's WWE-centric wrestling-focused podcast. We've got a lot of out-of-the-ring news for you this week. We're going to be recapping Raw, SmackDown Live, a little bit of 205 Live possibly, going into the Royal Rumble, uh, going into Elimination Chamber, which is just announced, going into WrestleMania. It is the busy season. Things are happening in wrestling, finally. I am joined, as always, by my colleague, Jameson Galloway. Jameson, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, Grant glad to be here it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan um I actually watched uh some wrestling that was not raw and smackdown this week I know that's shocking did it hurt physically no it didn't hurt I actually loved it can can you guess what I watched that wasn't raw or smackdown
0: Wrestle Kingdom yes yeah really you watched that Wrestle Kingdom 11
1: I watched I watched Kenny Omega versus Okada I didn't watch the whole card I just watched that that match but oh my that uh, I had been hearing about it for the last two weeks or so, and people are building it up, building it up, but uh, it definitely lived up to the hype. My goodness, the, some of the spots in that match was incredible.
0: It was just such a good physical match. And it's not just like, we always say it's a great match, but that is up there. And Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter rated a six out of five stars, and he's only done that, I believe, tw- two other yeah. times in that publication's history. It is seriously one of the best wrestling matches of all time. If you have not seen it yet, go check it out. You need yeah, to.
1: It's definitely worth it. It's about an hour long, but it's uh, 50, 55 minutes of, of fun <laughs> watching as you're a wrestling fan.
0: Of two men nearly killing themselves. Yeah, seriously. We got the, the dragon suplex off the turnbuckle, the backdrop through yeah. the table, um, just the knees to the face. Like Every little thing was so good. It was awesome. Do
1: you think we, uh, I know the rumors are flying, do we see Kenny Omega in a WWE ring anytime soon? I
0: was actually going to talk about that. Triple H has said that he's interested in signing him. Yeah,
1: he should be. Yeah, and (laughs) I mean, uh, he's one of the best workers in the world right now.
0: Yeah, and Kenny Omega's contract with New Japan expires on the 31st of this month. So, who knows? We could see him. I mean, Omega's contemplating his options. He's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, free agents in the world right now. So uh, we'd love to see him here. We'd love to see him. Let him do what he does. Um,
1: yeah, incredible stuff. Yeah, so. I think uh, that'd be that'd be fun to watch him. AJ Styles maybe go at it. When oh, my goodness, dream booking the main thing. event. Yeah. Main event of WrestleMania. I don't care if he's been here for a week. we are
0: <laughs> put him in the main event. But now that'd be incredible. Uh, he's teased feuds with The New Day and other superstars before. Um, obviously a member of the Bullet Club. Um, so we have the potential matchups and interactions between Finn Balor, Anderson, Gallows. Oh. And uh, also AJ Styles, so that could be incredible. So uh, I believe they can open up their pocketbooks to yeah, sign him. Let's make so, it happen. Yeah, come on. You, if you, Triple
1: H, if you're listening to this, he does listen. Yeah, he, do, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. You have it on good authority. Yeah, i have a yeah. good source inside yeah. the WWE that uh, Triple H always listens.
0: Okay, that's good. Yeah. Somebody backstage told. You. Yeah, somebody backstage. Yep. All right. Yep. That's good. Well, I'm proud of you, man. I'm happy you watch <laughs> Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. Thought
1: you'd be happy about that.
0: I am thrilled. So. Didn't
1: watch the UK. Yeah. Uh, Stuff though,
0: yeah, I actually did watch that, or I watched most of it. Um, it went up. Uh, I went over two nights. Um, and Neville showed up actually, not as part of the tournament, but he just wrestled a match. Looking great by the way, as always. But uh, really, really good wrestling. Uh, Wolfgang is incredible. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, young guys. Um, the main event was terrific. Uh, is fantastic we have bait as the first ever wwe united kingdom champion and apparently they're interested in making a weekly show for uk wrestlers um, which is interesting Um, i'm not quite sure how that's going to pan out or who exactly is going to be on it but i believe this talent this was talent scouting obviously it's going to be a huge part of what happens next so uh, we could be seeing these guys on tv or at least on the network at some point soon.
1: So. How how long were these shows? It was a two night event. How 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 much how many hours of wrestling was each night?
0: Uh, the first night was about two hours, um, and it was ex- ex- exactly two hours. Really slick production, as WWE is like very you know well produced and it was smooth. And Michael Cole was actually pretty good. He was su- surprisingly good. That's good. Not what I expected. <laughs> but uh, second night might have been a little longer. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure, I'd have to go back and check.
1: So you watched an extra f- about 4 hours of wrestling this week? Yeah, I didn't wow. I didn't
0: watch every single match. I think okay. I, I skipped uh, there might have been a few of them that I skipped, but okay. uh, I did watch a lot of wrestling this weekend and it was mostly good. It was a, um, it was a
1: big football weekend, so it's tough to tough to balance your time between wrestling and football, especially in the playoff season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my boss asked me. He's like, "Hey, uh who you got tonight? Um, this is like Monday, I think, and I was like, I honestly don't even know what's going on. <laughs> but, like, I don't. I,
1: oh no, like, I, gotta I, don't to,
0: I don't have time to follow both. Like, it, it was the UK or it was anything else. I gotta, so. I gotta
1: fill you in on some stuff just so you can have answers for those type of questions.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta have a little cheat sheet. Yeah. I'll get you that. Yeah, I need the Cliff Notes on what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh my goodness! But uh, yeah, so if you want, if you're interested, check that out. Definitely the main event. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, both really young guys, um, both incredible athletes. Um, I'd recommend it uh, wholeheartedly. So uh, we have a lot of out of the ring news. If you couldn't tell, we're starting with that. Um, We also have a big announcement to the Hall of Fame 2017 class. Kurt freaking angle is being inducted into the hall of fame
1: man i love hearing that theme song is it awesome it is awesome and then the you suck chance with it it's it, it brings back good memories
0: yeah it's incredible he is now going to be in the quote-unquote main event hall of fame inductee i believe and then rick rude and ddp of course have been inducted so it's looking to be a pretty stellar class uh this year and rumor has it that at least one woman will be inducted in the hall of fame as well Lots of speculation as to whether or not that's China, but nothing is for sure yet. So all I can say now is I'm super happy for Kurt Angle. And now any, all anyone could talk about is him coming back right. to WWE and having these dream matchups. Kurt Angle has expressed an interest in wrestling AJ Styles, too.
1: Ooh, That uh, that would be exciting. Now, do we see him early as the Rumble?
0: Ooh, okay, let me, let me tell you something. I would have lost my marbles if I had been watching the Rumble and right. heard that music go off. Right. That, My God, wouldn't that have been great?
1: I think that's the biggest one of the biggest problems with the WWE in this day and age is nothing to surprise anymore. I feel like, other than Mickey James being El Luchador or whatever, but um, <laughs> it's nothing, right, it's right up there with this. Yeah, but, <laughs> but nothing is a surprise. Like, yeah, how would that? You said it perfectly. How great would have been if it's like number twenty seven and Kurt Angle's music hits? That's just that. uh That make me pop, but. Um, I guess the the Hall of Fame inductee is is well deserved, but another thing why are why does WWE's Hall of Fame inductees always get leaked like out like the day in the morning of Monday? Why why is who is leaking everything? Like, are they letting this happen? They said ESPN leaked it before RAW. But why wouldn't they just leak it themselves or keep it for themselves until I don't know nine o'clock on Monday? Intrepid sports journalists, man, I, they got sources backstage. Geez. I mean, uh, <clears throat> and it seems like every Every uh, storyline is rumored out there. What's gonna happen next? The internet, man. If you uh, if you're kayfabe only, it's tough these days.
0: <laughs> Who is kayfabe only? I try to be. I try uh, yeah. to be kayfabe only. I
1: don't like to look at spoilers or rumors.
0: Yeah, when you watch a show late, yeah. Yeah, you ask me not to spoil Ex- it for you. Exactly. Like, I don't. T- I don't tweet you or text you about RAW.
1: No, it's just good so. because like today, w- like I finished watching RAW and I watched all of SmackDown all today, and we're talking on Wednesday, so it's tough when. I don't look on the internet for anything. I watch them usually on record. So, yeah, I try to stay off of that stuff because I like to be surprised, and I like to, uh, like, if I would have known that Mickey James was on SmackDown, which I didn't until I saw it a few hours ago when I watched, I was, wow, I was surprised to see that. But if I would have, you know, someone would have said something beforehand, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I know what's coming here. But... Yeah, it, uh, I wish we didn't have as many spoilers as we do these days, but that's the internet. Yeah, it's, now, it's, it's
0: marks like you telling people that the show is taped on Wednesdays and comes out on Thursdays. I mean, <laughs> exactly. it, it's a live show, of course.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, moving on, I guess. Um, four weeks, elimination chamber has is re- returned to the blue brand um, for the WWE championship. Um, so AJ Styles, if he is still the champ, will be defending at Elimination Chamber. So it looks like the pay-per-view schedule is ramping back up.
1: Good. I like the Elimination Chamber. That's always a fun match. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and um, you can pretty much guess who's going to be in it from the top of the card at SmackDown. But uh, it should be interesting. It uh, led to a lot of friction on SmackDown in the opening segment. We'll get to that later. But uh, we also have some rather unfortunate news. Um, I know it's not breaking news right now. It happened the 15th, but Jimmy Snuka passed away at the age of 73. Um, WWE did a short video package on him and they did mention of him. Um, now it's, uh, it's a sensitive issue because of a 1983 murder case that was just reopened and, uh, he was not deemed fit to stay in trial, uh, due to a plethora of issues that were going on. But, um, he will be missed by some and, um, you know, think of what you will uh, about the video package. It was about three minutes aired at the top of Raw. Um, they did a little title card as well and, uh, yeah, I mean, he was really before my time. Uh, I, I've I've seen the the splash off the top yeah, of the cage. Of that's course, that's what you think of, and that's what you think of, and you think of like the pose and the hands and that energy and everything like right. that. But uh, yeah, obviously most of that was before my time, so I can't really say too much as to my connection to Jimmy Snooker because I I've always really experienced a lot of his stuff in hindsight. So
1: a oh, uh, fun fact about Jimmy Snooker, you know what his real name is? I actually don't. James Smith. Really? Pretty. They they flirted up quite a bit with uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooka. Yeah. Uh, It sounds a little better than James Smith.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely an upgrade. Just a fun fact for you. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes, yes, rest in peace. All right, so let's move on. Um, I got some big news for you, James. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, Since you like watching non-Raw and SmackDown stuff, I've got something (laughs) right up your alley here. All right. Um, They are talking about doing a WWE women's-only tournament uh triple h has confirmed this he what do you mean out,
1: just like the people on the main roster right now
0: no um a basically a they're signing well they're trying to sign pretty much every notable woman right now heidi lovelace and Kimber Lee have just been signed uh from the indies they're both great workers yeah. uh one of them was on nxt a few weeks ago but um yeah but they are doing a women's tournament i'm not quite sure who's going to be in it but we do have confirmation that it will be taking place later in 2017
1: Okay, so hopefully cool.
0: this will be something on the scale of the Cruiserweight Classic, where you take a bunch of guys and in this case women with different styles yeah. and throw them together and let the magic happen. I'm, I
1: might tune into that one. That's, yeah. That sounds interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I, if, I would also like to see, um, like, wouldn't it be cool? I'd like to see a women's tournament with the women on Raw and SmackDown right now because I want to see Nikki Bella and Charlotte go at it. That's that's my dream women's match right now. Is it really? Wouldn't I mean they're they're at the top of their game right now. I feel like especially Charlotte. Charlotte and Nikki Bella, come on, that's that's good stuff. That's true. Charlotte has got a, she's busy um,
0: calling Bailey a mark though. Oh jeez. So she's got to go do that, and then Nikki is busy defending her merchandise from Natalya. so that is that, true. They're both embroiled in very important things right now. But wrestling should have more tournaments. Yeah, aren't I like tournaments fun? Yeah, bring wrestling? back King of the
1: Ring. I like to. I always like King of the
0: Ring. <laughs> and don't. I'm sorry, Wade Barrett. Uh, <laughs> don't treat him like Wade Barrett when you bring back King of the Ring either, because tournaments yeah. are great and they're great at making things seem important because we get to see all of the build-up. Uh, so <laughs> they don't need to
1: change everybody's gimmick to a king after they win. Yeah, correct. They
0: took away his first name. <laughs> Who does that? Like um, they take away. They took away Antonio Cesaro, Adrian Neville. They take um, away last names. Yeah, well, yeah. They took away. Um, Colin Cassidy is Big Cass's right. full name, and that was just his nickname. But now he's just Big Cass.
1: And Biggie Langston's just Biggie now. Now that's weird. Yeah, they. But hey, speaking of Big Cass, is is it true that he is dating Carmella? Is that I believe that fact? that's true. I I don't. I heard like some a little something about it on uh something I was listening to, but I didn't. They didn't really talk about it much. But that that makes sense. I mean, they were together at, in NXT, correct? I mean, uh, Big Cass Enzo and Carmella. Yes. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. You're the long. NXT guy. You- I know
0: okay. all right, you mark <laughs> it off me. And uh, sorry right. yeah they, no they, no they were they were a trio at one point. Yeah. Um, back in the glory days of Enzo and Cass uh, back when they were free to say and do almost whatever they wanted on NXT. really funny stuff back then. but uh, yeah, they were all sort of trying to find their footing. And yeah. um I believe they are in a relationship, but I don't okay. I think that's just a, if you see it on social media thing. Right. So.
1: Well, I think James Ellsworth's a better fit for it, but that's just me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> definitely <laughs> a change of pace, to put it mildly. Yes. All right, man. So uh, oh, I got some I got something for you too. Okay. While we're on news of now there's no segue into this, but uh WWE they tend to revise history a little bit if you haven't noticed. Oh yeah. Because Triple H is the best and goodest wrestler ever. Because he's awesome in every way. And don't don't show videos of him looking weak on your video packages.
1: But this You is, really don't like Triple H, do you? Yeah,
0: No, people were told not to do that. <laughs> yeah, like he was told not, like he, or somebody issued an order. I don't think it was him directly. This was a while ago. Saying, hey, don't make Triple H look weak in any of the highlights you're going to show. So you can't have him getting banned. I mean, pinned.
1: the guy is like almost second in command of the company. So it, it makes sense. You think Vince <laughs> McMahon is going to have still uh, videos of him uh, getting embarrassed other than by Stone Cold? He's got all kinds of videos of him well, getting embarrassed. Well, that's true.
0: That's true. Took like eight stunners every
1: two weeks. That, that was great, though. That was great content from Vince and Stone Cold.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Stone Cold. And if you go back and watch, because this is something people say all the time, too. If you go back and watch Attitude Era stuff, people always miss the Attitude Era. It's like, no, you don't. You miss The Rock and Stone yeah. Cold and Vince. And sometimes the, like, the Mankind uh, and the other stuff, like, most of it was terrible. It was just these few really good people at their jobs and these few angles at the top of the card that they were doing really good. But Which
1: saved the company. Yeah. They were getting beat by WCW handedly until, I mean, Stone Cold stepped up his game. The Rock was The Rock, and the rest is history. Yeah, I mean...
0: When you actually have to try and try to outdo somebody, I mean, look at what happens. Yeah, that's but,
1: that's what the WWE's lacking. Think if there was a rival company right now that was on this, almost the same level and people were watching it more. Imagine how much greater Raw and SmackDown would be every week.
0: Yeah, and people used to say that TNA, when they moved to Monday nights, would be competition to Raw. No, they're not.
1: No, it wasn't even close.
0: It wasn't true then, and it's especially not true now. But, um, and then the closest thing right now might be New Japan. Yeah. Honestly, because of... But it
1: is, all, I mean, all the way across the world, so it's kind of hard to...
0: Right, like they usually don't... Well, they're actually starting, uh, they're going to do some dates in the U.S. this year. Yeah. Um, the G1 uh, Climax is going to be in the, I think, Los Angeles area this year. So that's new, but that's just them putting
1: their foot in the water, you know what I mean? If I wanted to watch New Japan every week, what channel do I watch it on?
0: Yeah, right. Like, well, it's a- not access, on our a- TV. A- okay. access TV. Okay, it is on
1: access TV. Yeah, and and what channel would that be on like regular on cable? Any idea?
0: I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, neither do saying? I. Okay, that, yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying. It's it's even if they do come to the U.S., I don't. They're not going to be a a company that's going to rival the WWE because they're you know they're not based here. But maybe if AXS TV becomes uh the next ESPN. Is it maybe.
0: pronounced that way, or is it pronounced I A A X S? I
1: couldn't tell you. I'm learning about it. Right You're now. learning about it right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Now, see, I like, I've watched, and I usually just watch it online. Okay. Uh, you know, with the New Japan membership that I right. totally, I totally have. But uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and New Japan is great, and you should watch it. But I did like the,
1: the uh, yeah. You know,
0: the stuff Cody Rhodes was on there too. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. he was awesome. It's completely unchained heel. It was great. And uh, all right, so, um, what I was gonna say originally, we got Sorry. way sidetracked. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, you are and uh so roman reigns um they actually manipulated the video of him losing um to chris jericho by they would change the reactions of the fans they changed the order of the shots so fans look really disappointed and sad and as opposed to just booing him and cheering jericho so they uh they try to manipulate that Hmm. um so if you're watching it live uh you uh, you definitely didn't see a fan jump for joy.
1: Did you? Did you catch this when it happened, or was no, this something I'm, you thought, or you you read about?
0: This is someone pointed it out. Okay, last I was gonna week. say
1: I didn't, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah,
0: no, like live you didn't, but when they played the back, when they played it back, I think was when, because okay. like I somebody had a video of it and you watch it again, and then it's like the they muted the booze a little bit. And then uh,
1: they're known for doing that.
0: Yeah, and they they repackaged the scene, so they manipulated it. The WWE production team—I don't mean to talk about them just in this instance—but they are seriously good at their jobs. Oh yeah. For anyone who's wondering, and
1: whoever's putting together all the video packages for the last decade is pretty awesome too. Their video packages are as good as anything. Yeah,
0: yeah, and there's this footage of a fan looking saddened and and like very very scared. uh, Reading this off of with spandex. It's um, so a good wrestling blog. And it was a shocked and horrified look that was taken from earlier in the match.
1: What's so, the blog's name?
0: Uh, with Spandex. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Funny stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's where I read it from. That's where. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Give him credit. That's yeah. good. I feel like there's just all kinds of judgment going on yeah, at that no, side no, of the no, table it's today.
1: No, Interesting. We've had some interesting debate. We haven't even gotten into. <laughs> yeah. What's it's like, going dude, on. wait until we get to yeah. Raw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's You know what? Let's just jump in. Okay. We're getting to Raw. So, Raw, January 16th. Uh, We are getting into Royal Rumble season, and the show starts with Roman Reigns coming into the ring to do a promo, and uh, he was getting booed and booed and booed, especially he got booed if you notice when he said, no one man can beat me, it takes more than one, and he got booed because he's right, but not for the right reason, he can't be beaten because he is no mortal man, but that's not necessarily a good thing.
1: (laughs) no especially when I mean he wants to be the or they want him to be the best baby face of all time but and then after he comes out of course Owens and Jericho come out and I'm like wait is this a raw from like two months ago that I have on my DVR or wait no okay we're <laughs> we're live all right this is I mean hasn't that been how, how many weeks in a row now have they come out together to start raw uh, reigns Jericho and Owens it seems like every week and maybe it's not but and Rollins is there too but but it ended up turning out to be a pretty good first segment. I, oh, I yeah. really liked the first segment with Lesnar coming out and Strowman was out there. It was, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and
0: yeah, Heyman interrupted Reigns, yeah. um, saying Brock Lesnar will be winning the Rumble. And uh, that's to set up Brock Lesnar's appearance where he shows up and trashes everybody. And even Strowman backed down, which was I thought was an interesting choice. And uh, Sami Zayn, of course, igniting the brawl by jumping Strowman, as he is wont to do. And, uh, yeah, and then they set up that six-man tag at the end of the night.
1: I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I popped for the uh, Brock Lesnar F5 on Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. We
0: just wanted to take this opportunity to say that at the beginning of the show, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns was not the guy. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doesn't happen I, often. Yeah. I, apart from just bullying him, uh, he, this is a very, very effective opening segment. So, great job from everybody, and I knew exactly what the main event was going to be. So, coming up next, we have... I hate to just bag on Raw right away, but this is a terrible match, man. It was Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus the odd couple of Rusev and Jinder Mahal. And uh, Enzo got the pin on Mahal with the rocket launcher. Is that still what they're calling it?
1: I i couldn't tell you. Yeah, okay. that uh, sounds it was, it was good to me. It was him getting thrown. Yeah, something like that sounds good. We hadn't seen it for a while because Enzo... Um, Magically out of his wheelchair Which is good to see
0: Yeah He was busy getting beaten up For uh, Hitting on Rusev's wife
1: Yeah Which probably he deserves I mean Yeah She's married He deserved every bit of that Right <laughs> Which is, is, is The part of the storyline That doesn't I mean make a whole lot of sense Like if you're Big Cass You'd think Well dude You did go Try to get with the guy's wife Obviously he's upset
0: Yeah And it was all Big Cass's fault Because Big right. Cass Locked him out of the shower Which is what Ignited the whole rivalry
1: That is true So he's the linchpin In all of this That is true
0: and so they just beat up Jinder Mahal, and not even Rusev cared enough. He didn't even save him. So he beat him, and then uh, I would say this is over. I don't think it's over, though. So I think we're probably going to see about three to 500 weeks of this. But anyway, uh, we got some cruiserweight stuff next. Uh, Jack Gallagher sat on commentary to promote his I forfeit match against Arya Daivari on 205 Live the following night. And uh, Daivari won. Um I'm sorry. I'm just going through the show straight up. We might want to pick out some highlights because it's not a good way to start us off. (laughs) I
1: do want to talk about the uh, the tag team championship match. Yeah. Or Gallows and Anderson versus Sheamus Sheamus and Cesaro. Okay. Um, This match ends with with John Cone getting drilled. He gets punched um, by was it Sheamus? Yeah, it was Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus drills him, and then a new ref comes in. Gallows and Anderson get the one two three pin. Mm -hmm. They win. And John Cone gets up and is mad, so he he's mad at Sheamus for hitting him, so they deserve to be disqualified, which gives the titles back to Sheamus and Cesaro because that's what happens in wrestling, disqualification, the belts stay on the champion. Why would John Cone, if he's so upset, he wants to make sure they're disqualified and give them the belts back, wouldn't you think he gets up, he's upset, but he realizes, oh, well, they just lost the belts, that's what they deserve? Why why wouldn't that happen? Tell me.
0: All right, well, let me educate you, Jameson. This is called the dusty finish. Dusty right. Rhodes yeah. pioneered this finish at Starcade 1985. Oh, yeah. or at least that was the first time that it was notably done. But the key for this to work <laughs> is for the babyface to have the match won and the referee gets knocked out or knocked down or something, inc- bumped incidentally, in this case kicked in the head, but just knocked down incidentally and then have to overcome the odds and win the match anyway. So everybody cheers, but then the decision gets reversed so you can continue doing the feud or the angle, for as long as you want, and to keep the business going. Only this time, it was the heels who got screwed Right. when which, they which, won the match. Which is
1: the part that doesn't make sense. I, I realize the dusty finish. I, I respect that. But if John Cohn is so upset with Sheamus, uh, wouldn't you just be happy with him not having the belt anymore? That I think that's enough punishment. But no, I'm so upset that I'm going to give him the belt back. Really. I, I don't know about that one. Man, I don't know. I- <laughs> John Cohn must have a lot of pull.
0: Yeah, he must have really hurt his head Yeah, so yeah. So their feud is continuing Um, I I joked when I was watching the show I wrote a note here I was like, are they doing a double turn right now? Are they about to turn Anderson and Gallo's face And the guy everybody likes And the guy that not a lot of people like In the heels? No, they're not They're just doing a thing I just think they just didn't think about it They just said, hey, let's do that Because that's different than what we did last week
1: that's fair. That's a fair point. It's probably what happened.
0: I don't really know. Okay. But okay. Highlight of our show involved the cruiserweights. However, really, it was Tony Nese and Rich Swan were gonna have a match. Neville Jr. and Rich Swan. The dude looks just like Neville, only without a lot of the things that make Neville great. <laughs> so Neville comes in and kills both of them. Or he jumps Swan. Uh, nice tries to join in. Neville tosses him, kicks Swan in the head. Is the best moved the entire show just that brutal super kick really? to the head okay i loved it
1: you're really you're really hot on neville right now
0: dude neville is gonna save this division okay because he is the only guy with any passion for anything rich swan is doing his best to he be is there. He, and he, now he, that we've got brian kendrick and tj perkins out of the main event not that they're nothing against either of them
1: well i like brian kendrick tj perkins not there yet
0: yeah um it's so weird to describe because I don't dislike either of them as wrestlers. You just get so sick of seeing them every single week. So I'm just so excited to see Neville, who's like this five foot six stone cold Steve Austin, just comes <laughs> out and wrecks everybody. And uh he's an underrated promo too. Everybody always says he can't talk. No, he's great. He cuts a promo,
1: calls everyone in the US hypocrites. Says he's the yeah. king of the cruiserweights. Yeah, he's been good. He, I'm definitely not as high on him as you are, but I, I will agree he has definitely been the best part of the cruiserweights um, since they've started. So. Yeah,
0: he and Galler both are great. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like Galler. Yeah. So uh, let's get to our weekly. This is a weekly segment now, Jameson. Let's Titus. get to our weekly. Titus O'Neil getting beaten up by the New Day. This is the third consecutive leak and the third consecutive member of the New Day who's beaten him up. And the best part of this was not the match, but it was Titus O'Neal walking in and demanding a spot in the Rumble. Who asks for spots in the Rumble? Doesn't everybody, or almost everybody, just sort of be there?
1: I guess so, yeah. They just say they're being in it.
0: He doesn't even get a spot. (laughs) He has to ask for one.
1: See, the thing here, we always talk about how Titus is being punished for, for touching Vince McMahon, but... He's actually getting TV time every week, and we're actually talking about it because it's actually funny segments, and they actually mean something, you know, a spot on no, the line. No, they don't. Well, a spot <laughs> on no, the don't. line for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Titus okay. was in the was backstage, and we hadn't seen him on TV for, for months on end, for a while there. He's actually getting TV time now, so things could be worse for Titus, I feel like.
0: <laughs> could they? Well, yeah, yeah. If, they if he wasn't on them. TV. If he wasn't
1: on TV, they would be worse. He, it's much better to be humiliated on TV than not be on TV at all.
0: I'd like to ask Titus how he feels about that. Poor guy. He even got mocked for being a football player and now a wrestler. They made fun of him. They said the leg drop was the worst. They called him terrible. They buried him in every sense of the word. So, it's. I guess he's just going to get run over with a dump truck next episode. I guess that's the only reasonable conclusion here. We'll see. So, yeah. But, hey. New day, everybody. And Oh, yeah. And they're all in the
1: Royal Rumble. That's been announced, though.
0: All right. So, um... What do we want to
1: do next? Bailey ba- Bailey and Charlotte's little... Uh, let's, do, let's do it. What did you think about this one?
0: Okay, now I got to say something. This started off great. This started off awesome. Charlotte making fun of her for being a wrestling fangirl and not a lifelong athlete and uh, not quote-unquote destined or having the genetic superiority to succeed and volleyball and gymnastics and everything that she did and Bailey's just a, just an ignorant wrestling fan who never was a true competitor. And then Bailey comes out and says, "Yeah, I was." And it's probably the best promo that Bailey's done. Ooh. No, no, no. The first part before the poetry started. It was really good.
1: I, I I don't okay. Um
0: and then the poetry happened and then it sort of all fell apart.
1: See, I didn't I I didn't really like the the Bailey promo. I'm going really? to disagree. Yeah, I didn't like the Bailey promo. I'm just not Exactly, I don't think Bailey is ready for the main event of uh, women's wrestling on Raw. Um, She comes out and she she just got been mocked and uh, you know humiliated by Charlotte, and she comes out and really with no fire. I I realize she started yelling a little bit, but the first few things she said, she was just like, "Really, Charlotte." Why would you do this? It's like, <laughs> really? Like, you're not going to have a little bit more, like, I don't know. I, I, Bailey, I've, I've said it before. I, for some reason, the gimmick just doesn't really get to me that much. And I feel like I, I didn't like the promo from her, really. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you like, I, I know you like Bailey a lot, but
0: yeah. And I'll, and I'll admit, this went off the rails quickly. And it's, it's not the best promo that Bailey's done, but I thought it was a step in the right direction. As, at least the first, at least her response, her initial response by reminding the audience that she's a wrestling fan all grown up, and that's her character. Because you don't get enough of that of someone reminding you who they are and why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is not great. So right.
1: it was cool to see how much of a I didn't realize that how much of a fan she was growing up. So that was cool to see, and now she's living out her dream. Um, but do you do you think she she's in the spot she needs to be in right now in the main event of women's uh, championship?
0: Yeah, I think. The way that they write scripts, and I think that they shouldn't write scripts, I think that should be changed. Because I think she can be really good if they just used her differently. Because, I don't know, it's hard to, it's easy to forget that sometimes on a wrestling show we call, we go out in there and, and call somebody terrible or call something terrible, but it's really how you use different people, and I just don't think that they are in a position where they really know how to use people at the top of the card correctly. So I think... In a different world, and I really want to root for her because I watched her get so much better in NXT, and then come up to Raw, and then they forgot everything about that. But I, I really think that she can. I just think that a lot of things need to change first. But not right now. As a Bailey fan, I'm pretty terrified. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Totally. But, but you did like
1: the promo you before the the poetry. Yeah. Was,
0: okay. I I I respect
1: how hard they tried to make it work. Okay. So yeah. And I guess saying it was her best promo isn't saying a whole lot because it's not like she's had. A lot of promos on Raw. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. But that's
1: that's fair. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Bailey. Maybe she'll change my mind. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Uh, elsewhere, Sasha Banks was jumped by Nia Jax. In an interesting way. Interesting. Just the most obvious way possible. But Nia Jax cut a good promo on that, so that was interesting. But uh, not too much going on there. So let's get to the main event. Okay. Unless you want to talk about Cedric Alexander versus
1: Brian Kendrick. No, Alicia Fox, crazy Alicia Fox. No, we can skip over that. That's fine.
0: All right, poor Cedric Alexander. He's so good. I, yeah, he's good. I like to see him yeah. in the middle of this. He's good. That poor man. But uh, anyway, the main event was a lot of fun. It was a pretty good match. Uh, Braun Strowman beat an overeager Sami Zayn and got the pin for his team. And afterwards was where the real magic was because Owens got to look like a killer for the first time since he before he won the title, he destroyed Reigns. That was an awesome table bump. It was. That was so good. Didn't even help up Chris Jericho. He said, "Remember Battleground," which isn't correct because he fought Sammy at Battleground. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I, you caught that. I did not. Yeah, he um, screamed it. I loved the ending of Raw. This was great, especially like you said after the match was over. There was no announcers. The announcers fled because they were by the table. So there was just silence. Nothing but. Uh, You know the the violence of what uh, the guys were the chair shots uh, Going through the table you could just hear everything out there It was and I was yeah like you said uh, Owens got to be a monster for the first time in a while and I was waiting for uh, Reigns to break out of the power bomb before he hit the table and throw Owens through it because that's just what Reigns does You know and it didn't it didn't it ended uh, with Reigns, uh, you know being beat up I guess you would say by Owens and i said i said it last week continue the beatdown of reigns and it will make people like him and that's they they did it again this week
0: okay or if you if if that doesn't work if what you said doesn't work i still think we should do it not because i have anything against roman reigns the performer but because he's such a heel it's like watching the guy you like and want to be really good overcome this overpowered jerk and and the dynamics are completely flipped around because everybody loves Owens. But even at the beginning of the show, remember when Roman started stalking towards Heyman? When Heyman got in the ring with him? Heyman didn't even threaten him, he just told him Brock Lesnar was gonna beat him up, which mm-hmm. Heyman tells everybody, regardless of whether or not Brock Lesnar's there. And he got all in his face, like he was gonna hurt him. Like I'm you're, just an advocate. Yeah, like you're such a heel. Are you kidding yeah. me? But uh yeah, the baby face stands tall at the end of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's and uh it, I Ross started started great. It ended great. This was a it's a pretty solid episode of Raw, I thought.
0: Yeah, uh, there was some stuff that was not great, but overall, it was things are happening. So uh, the
1: main event the main event scene is is good. Yes, they're yeah. going the right direction. I feel like.
0: Yeah, so coming up, so let's go to SmackDown. Dude. All right, we'll Tuesday go to night. Smackdown. Tuesday night SmackDown. So we've got the show open, and Shane McMahon had a bevy of announcements to make. He had a lot to say. Elimination Chamber is returning on the road to WrestleMania. Um, where whoever was holding the WWE Championship would be defending it. AJ came out and said that uh, he would go back to New Japan if he didn't get more respect. That was was interesting. Which was awesome, because they never really acknowledge anybody else. No, they don't. But they've started doing it, which is good. And then John Cena comes out. Styles immediately shuts him up. Then The Miz came out, because he belongs in the main event, because he's great. And then uh, John Cena instigated a fight, and then that led to a match between Styles and The Miz,
1: which was good. Yeah, it was. It was really good, and Cena was great on commentary as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's always good. Yeah. Okay, no, Titus is really good on commentary, too. So is Sheamus. <laughs> So the guys we don't always like are okay. usually pretty good at something. Yeah. But he's really great on commentary, not to bring Titus into this. But, um, yeah, and I didn't even mind the match ending with... The Miz getting thrown into Cena, Cena not even reacting and just giving both of them attitude. Adjustment. Yeah. Cena's back and he's here <laughs> and he's ready to win, but he's an old man and you're not sure if he can do it. So it's we finally achieved the peak John Cena, after yeah. his after his physical peak, his actual career character peak is right now. I didn't even have a problem with him beating up the champion and the other contender. So
1: yeah, that was a that was a good match. I like watching. I mean, Miz and AJ Styles, that's a that's a cool matchup. And then John Cena's involved. John Cena was on the Today Show. The, the morning of SmackDown. He's just he's everywhere, man.
0: Yeah. He did a squat with Al Roker on his back.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome.
0: It was like effortless. <laughs> of course it was effortless. Yeah, of course yeah, as expected. But uh yeah, so elsewhere on the show we have Dean Ambrose versus Randy Orton and the official breakup of the new Wyatt family. Um
1: is it the official breakup or they Br- Bray Wyatt said next week when they when Harper and Orton go at it, they're still going to be a family after the match.
0: I don't, I don't think that's going to work. No? They, they tried it with Seth and Randy in The Authority, and Randy ended up getting put through a pile of cinder blocks.
1: So this is it. You think the Wyatt family with Harper and Orton, that's that's it? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking that's going to be it. We'll see. We'll see. I do like the, the feud of Harper and or- Orton, though. That. Yeah, they that just need, me. need
0: to add a little bit, of, uh, little bit of physicality to it. I think they're a great physical matchup between the two of them, and uh, keep the, keep the storyline going. And uh, Dean Ambrose, I, like, I hate to beg on a dude that I really usually like, or at least used to. Dean Ambrose sucked in this match. Like, he he barely hit Randy with anything he did. I know, he, yeah, like, being careful is one thing, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: I think the story was more focused towards the Wyatt yeah, family. Yeah, that's,
0: that's true. It, was, it wasn't it was really about that as much. Right. but And he can step up to it. Like, his match with Styles was great, of course, at uh, the last pay-per-view that they did, but uh, TLC. But... Yeah, so um, we have Jerry Lawler coming out to do a King's Court segment uh, with his guest as heel Dolph Ziggler, evil Barney Stinson. (laughs) He reminds me of Barney. Really? From uh, How I Met Your Mother.
1: I've never watched that show. Okay,
0: he he reminds me of that guy, and it's not a good thing. I always laugh.
1: You know Uh, what the best part of this segment was? What? JBL tripping and falling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tripping over the cord to his headphones... Oh my God! I replayed that probably seven, <laughs> eight different times. I just I lost it. I could not stop laughing. JBL coming in to save G- the king and he loses his balance on camera. Oh man, falls over. That was great. But um, yeah, that was a uh, that was heel Ziggler for sure. And I mean Jerry's still taking bumps. He's still taking a super kick to the chest. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I think uh, he's he's almost used up his all nine lives. I would be careful with that guy.
0: Yeah, love that guy. I love how he's always willing to come back always willing to try and put people over when he's not on commentary he's going to come up and do a king's court segment he's going to do it there people were happy to see him Uh, and we had some uncomfortable real life stuff happen this week so initially I was sort of turned off by it but it was effective and we finally succeeded in turning him heel so now that's done with so now he can go do things as a heel hopefully so uh, that happened all right let's talk about the main event Smackdown's uh, championship steel cage match for the women's title between Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. Uh this was good. I thought the interruption came in way too early cuz they were just getting the match started, it felt like.
1: Yeah, it was a sh- the, the match should have been longer. I feel like the uh the King's Court segment went pretty long and yeah, it was really only like a 10 minute match, it felt like uh, until it was over. Yeah, it's too bad we couldn't get to see these guys work inside the cage longer, but um Mickey James is back. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. I
1: was not expecting that at all
0: yeah she had a match on uh, the last NXT TakeOver special Toronto with Asuka which was awesome uh, and she's the uh, women's champ down in NXT right now fantastic
1: so wrestler. you had no idea it was James either that was in the
0: no. The- I, it had been rumored that it was going to be Mickey James but the actual wrestler playing her was different until this week gotcha so yeah so um, yep. this is still the champion Becky cut a pretty good promo at the end so.
1: He did and, and I'm I'm happy Bliss is still the champion I, w- I want the belt to stay on Bliss as long as possible
0: yeah so uh, coming up um, we've got a lot of good stuff so stay tuned with us we will cover more wrestling news going forward until next week and also we are at CMLife.com SoundCloud iTunes follow us on Twitter at Ringmaster CMU I am Grant LeFay for Jameson Galloway peace out Marks
1: guys if you're liking this podcast and others always check us out on itunes or soundcloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live you can also check us out at cm-life.com be sure to check out our facebook and our twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus